in the trailer for the season three, they very much teased the tension between Harley and Ivy. And I, going into this season, I thought to myself, if they break up, I'm literally going to throw myself out a window because right. I watched two seasons of them pining for one another just for them to break up. So the fact that they didn't and the fact that they had like a sit down discussion talking about, hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm going through. I'm trying to figure myself out. I really need your support. I really want you to be there for me though. Is this all right? Healthy communication. I love it. I love to see it. I love to see healthy communication in a relationship. Oh. 20 out of 10. We are live with another episode of uh, The Keeg Talks. Yeah. It's that show brought to you by The Keeg where we talk about oh. uh, different topical things uh, every other weekend. Uh, and today, uh, it's Saturday. It's Saturday, right? Yeah, September 24th. We're here to talk about Harley Quinn season three, which literally uh, just ended. It just yeah, ended. Like, and so- uh, Last week? Did it end last week or this week? Last week. Last week. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I am your host, Demetra Pereira. Let me introduce my, uh, my guest for today. Uh, we got the illustrious, uh, Ben Torres. Illustrious. illustrious. Oh I'm, throwing out adjectives. I'm throwing out adjectives. I'm illustrious. You got the big words out tonight, gang. Look at that. <laughs> ACT words. Yeah. Could, yeah. could it, could it also be a pun that you're an illustrator? Perhaps. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh! An illustrator who never posts art. You gotta post. You gotta post some more art. Your art's good. Your art's Thank good. Thank you. I try. I just like it's just a hobby. I just do it for fun. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I draw so too. Like, but do even it more rare. You should do it for fun. You shouldn't do it for like other people. Do it for like fun. Don't do it for like fame and fortune. I mean, unless, unless you can get rich, offers off me you. a large sum I know, of money. Unless you can yeah. get like super rich, then yeah. totally go for it, King. Yeah. Uh, if you're watching the live stream, you don't know, uh, or you know who's talking right now. Uh, even the person I didn't introduce, you know exactly who's talking. If you're listening to the live, uh, watching the live stream, that's twitch.tv or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. Uh, but if you're listening to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, you can't see who uh, is talking because you can't see anything. We got Blue Lambert, aka Crybaby Blue, up in here. What's up? Hi, guys. You're you've been you're uh you're the newest uh, addition to the Keeg guest list. Uh, oh, this is your dude, second I've been show. Enjoying it. This is your second show, and it's your second show in one week. I know, dang! I know. When you asked me, like, we're gonna talk about Harley Quinn, I'm like, I'm gonna be there. I am there for my girls. Okay, ride or die, Harley Quinn, until the end of days. She just had her 30th anniversary, so let's talk. About yes, that. let's talk about this. Yeah. Yeah, for anyone out there who doesn't know, it's it's super interesting when this happens. Normally, all these comic book characters start in the comics, they they come onto the screen, right? But like Harley did not start in the comics. She got her first debut in 1992's Batman animated series and uh became like a super uh popular character. Her and Renee Montoya are like the two big Batman characters that started in that show and then came over to the comics later. Her, Renee Montoya, and Nora Freeze. Nora Freeze. Really? Okay. Yeah, because that wasn't that wasn't Mr. Freeze's origin before. Was it just a guy who just like ice? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, 
the old origins for Batman villains weren't so sympathetic. It was just like, I'm the Riddler no. and I, I can't stop making riddles to like, you know, get Batman to catch me. No, it was quite, I believe, I don't even think he was Mr. Freeze. He was like Mr. Negative or something. Mr. Zero, I think. It was Mr. Zero. Yeah, like it was Dr. Like Dr. Like Zero, which sounds like a It Dr. was something Pepper like that. Off. Yeah. But he was also in the 60s TV show. And speaking of the 60s TV show, there's another character in Harley Quinn who originated on TV that was cross-promoted. She was introduced in season two during the college episode, Miss Barbara Gordon, another character. <laughs> Who was cross created for the TV and the comics to launch at the same time? Oh, for the '60s show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Uh, um, you because... know, if she never showed up, Corey and Dick would be together. She was That's before Corey. She That's was a... before it Corey. Doesn't it doesn't matter. <laughs> she just stayed in her lane. Because uh, she was kissing on him before. Blue, this, Blue, I, this isn't. Blue's this a isn't, big Starfire, Nightwing fan, right? Blue. I'm a Dick Fabs, but I don't mind. Uh, whatever their ship name is, I don't mind uh, it. It's either Dickery. Some people say it Dickery or Nightfire or Star. Oh, no, Nightfire. Say Dick Babs, Dick Corey. Like people. Will yeah, I read it as Dickery. Yeah. Dick, Hickory Dickery Doc. Yeah, I don't Hickory, mind. Dickory, uh, do. I don't mind Dick Corey, but I'm I'm I am a yeah. Dick Corey shipper in Titans, the Titans HBO Max show. Oh, I yeah. am a Dick Corey shipper. That's I, where I need it the most. Okay, we're going to have to do a whole, when the premiere of the new Titan season starts, we're going to have to do an episode because I have so much to talk about for that show and my feelings, but I want to talk about Harley Quinn, obviously, because if we start steamrolling into Titans, I'm going to go so hard, so fast. I I swear to God. uh, Trust me, against my better interest, I will be doing a Titan season. Oh, you've got to get me on the Titan for Titan episodes. I hate (laughs) every, I, I keep this is a side thing, but like I just I always hope that Titans is gonna get better and it never does. And I no, watch every single episode. It doesn't. Every it doesn't. single episode. It doesn't. Out of the uh the big DC shows on HBO Max that have like the most streaming numbers is probably it, it is Titans is number one. I think Harley Quinn and then Young Justice. Yeah. I think the funny thing is every time Titans start strong in those first three episodes each season, yeah. and then they just Thank go God. off the rails. But then and then to contrast with Harley Quinn. And Young Justice, Young Justice stays consistent the whole yeah. season. And Harley Quinn is just like, great episode, great episode, great episode, great episode, great episode. Back to Don't back to back. Don't forget Doom back. Patrol. Don't forget Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol I, stays. I love I Doom didn't Patrol. bring up Doom Patrol because I haven't watched it. Oh, <laughs> I have yeah. technically. I started it when it first came out, but then like, I, I just was like, tired and sad. No, so yeah, I, I didn't finish it. season three of Doom Patrol because I mean, it's weird. So it's not like, it's one of those things like when you get on a roll, you get on a roll, but when you stop, you're like, okay, I'll pick it up at some point, you know? But yeah, uh, no, I, I need I need to watch it just so it doesn't get canceled because it is good TV. Yeah. Frazier uh, <laughs> is fantastic. Yeah. Um I want to shout out. Oh, sorry. What's up? I was gonna say Diane Guer- Guerrera, yeah, uh, the actress for Crazy Jane, she was in Encanto, and I'm really hoping that that helps to promote doom patrol because they both love working on that and brendan frazier is coming back into film too yeah so i'm really hoping that they've helped to promote another season so y'all doom patrol oof i'm in love i'm in love with uh dangler 
I feel Amazing. like every time, every time we bring up an actress, uh, Keith is like, "Oof, I love her." Like, let me put a line. Uh, like, I got to put that line up. The Keeg loves everybody, all and every. Dimitri picks his favorites, but like, so don't you got to understand? Dimitri is different than the Keeg. You know what I mean? True. So that the Keeg loves people. all. They're two different people. Two different. Like the Keeg is the brand. Um, you know. Uh, and Dimitri, yeah, Dimitri has his crushes. Okay, fair. Dimitri, Dimitri has his crushes. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I, wa- I do want to. Yeah. I want to shout out oh. though uh, a couple people on Twitch right now because uh, we got some cool people tuning in. We got that one wizard uh, kid uh, that's out there. We got the skilled baritone seventeen. <gasps> Rush! <laughs> Yay! I love Rush. Uh, ah! Uh, skilled baritone says, "Y'all, I need in on Titans because crying face." Oh my god! Yes, we're we, gonna have to do one. We're all gonna have to do one, guys. Yeah. Uh, we also got Midnight Shadow eighty eight out there. These are first time viewers, first time callers, maybe long time fans. Not quite sure. Welcome in. Uh, give us uh, give us a like and a follow if you haven't already followed uh, Blue and Ben on social media. Definitely go follow them. And then you know you're here on Twitch. Might as well do a little click a clickety click. Um, Midnight Shadow says, "Subscribe." Yeah, well, I think subscribe costs you some, right? So you don't have to do that. Yeah, you just click follow. If you have Amazon Prime, you can. I believe. I mean, yeah, you get like one free subscribe or something. Make that make that one free subscribe to (laughs) the King. Midnight Shadow eighty eight says, "DC animated is always on point." I mean, yeah, the live action stuff's hit or miss, but. Animated severely. Yeah. Animated. That's their. That's their bread and butter. Yeah. Speaking of no. animated bread and butter. Oh my god! This season of Harley Quinn was so fucking good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's get on back. Let's get on track. Let's yeah. Oh my back. god! This season was so good. Yeah. If there's every episode, every episode, every no. The one thing that I was like, I was like, wow, they're really shitting on live action shows, just like live action shows in general. A healthy relationship being depicted. A healthy relationship yeah. being depicted. With two people who are are broken, sad individuals, uh, that was like I was like, wow, this is so refreshing. And of course, it's my faves. It's my faves, Harley and Ivy. No, I okay. So because we all we've all seen the ending, obviously. I because in the trailer for the season three, they very much teased the tension between Harley and Ivy. And I going into this season, I thought to myself, if they break up. I'm literally going to throw myself out a window because yeah, right. I watched two seasons of them pining for one another yeah. just for them to break up. Yeah. So the fact that they didn't and the fact that they had like a sit down discussion talking about, hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm going through. I'm trying to figure myself out. I really need your support. I really want you to be there for me though. Is this all right? Healthy communication. I love it. I love to see it. I love to see healthy communication in a relationship. Uh, it, 20 out of 10. Yeah. It's so funny because even with the comedic raunchy tone of this show, yeah. it's still able to deliver actual emotional moments. And then also like be able to make fun of this like meta commentary that they do. Right. And then also like, I don't know, there's layers to it. It just makes you think like, I'm just throwing something out there. Harley needs therapy, but like she gets therapy through oh, giving therapy, right? Yes. You know what I mean? Oh my like, goodness. Like she gives therapy and it helps her in, in, you know, in return. 
This right? is one of the few depictions of Harley Quinn that takes every aspect of her character and like just steamrolls it into what one solid depiction. Because she's like silly and goofy and is a go-getter and doesn't always think things through. And it's all of that while also being a very intelligent woman. She has her PhD. She uses her PhD. And she used it a lot this season. She yeah. did therapy on herself. She did therapy on Ivy. She did therapy on big one, Bruce Wayne. Um, oh my god, I loved that. Oh my goodness, that episode was like... I, I normally hate those type of episodes. Wow. I hate dream world. I hate like going into the mind type episodes of any series of anything. But this one worked and it made uh, me feel... It, it hurt me. It hurt me. The, the writers on this show just put their fucking dick on they the table and were like, we're writing the fucking I mean, they, show. They literally put dick on the table for this episode. They did. They, did. They, they understand, I feel, the crux of these characters because they also heavily, they talked about Bruce's trauma and they talked, and again, talking about how like this is the one memory that he hyper fixates on a lot. And I'm like, this. And so it's preventing him from like having other memories. Yeah. And I think that the fact that he went to his, the movie, and also the fact that Selena showed up to support him, even though she stole the pearls at the end, which we'd love to see it. But, but she put them like, back in her, his pocket. She put them back in his pocket. Yes, oh, I didn't see um, that part. I didn't see that part. Okay. She she's there and she supports him. I again, I'm I'm a big I'm a big Selena I that love them together. I again, they are not days. the main couple in the show, but you know, if we got if we got some more of them in later seasons, and we got them like ending up together, I would not complain at all. I really wouldn't. The fact that she wore the tiara that he got her, I was like, that's but, good. That's the, good stuff. By the way, sh I just wanted to shout this out: just the fact that like getting you, Ben, and Blue on the same episode. It's so much chaos. It's just, what? it's like you guys, is Leave us which be. is great. No, keep doing what you're going to do. We can burn Twitch down if you want to. Like, like if that's what happens, that's what happens. <laughs> let me grab my lighter. Like, okay. Listen, you guys are two, two, I, same side of the same point. <laughs> I am a bat cat shipper through and through. Yeah. That is, I listen, I was a little boy when I saw Batman Returns. I was a little boy when I saw those Batman and Catwoman episodes of Batman the Animated Series. I was a little boy when I saw Catwoman and the Batman. And I, the Batman 2004, not the Batman yeah. 2020. Yeah, it's like, how old are you? <laughs> what was that, last year? This, that was this year. Batman this year. Um, I was a man. <laughs> was it this year? Yes. I was, it, it feels so long ago. What? It does. It feels so, many so long ago. Because we did, we did an episode on it, but I can't tell you what year this is. That was no. like March, early March. It was um, March. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, thought it was yeah. like, oh, this came out like two years ago. No, yeah. it no, came out this year. year. You're it right. This year, year is when shit really started to like ramp up movie wise, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're, they're playing COVID catch up. They're definitely. Yeah. But yeah. I've been a bad cat shipper since I was a young man, since I was a little boy with four hairs on the. That's a lie. I had hella hair from day one. Uh, <laughs> with, 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 I was just a little, little boy. And I was like, these two, yeah, end game forever and ever. And and the fact that not only is Catwoman my preferred version of Catwoman, she's black. She's a beautiful yes. black queen. Ah, but I will say it. There are certain characters where it's like they are so clearly POC coded. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know if y'all have seen the Winx Club, but Flora, 
she's Hispanic coded. As somebody who's Hispanic, I would look at her and be like, that is that is a Mexican girl. That is a Mexican girl right there. And okay? here's the thing we with Catwoman. Here's the thing with Catwoman. The most one of the most iconic versions of Catwoman is Batman Year One in in the comics. Batman Year One, she is explicitly in Frank Miller's script, black. She is mm. black. She is. And even as a kid, I was reading this, I was like, hold on. She is black. This is this is a black woman. But she's black, right? So I don't know why she's white in the Dark Knight Returns stage. She's just light-skinned then. Uh, but when Catwoman is black, when Catwoman is black, it makes her as like uh it makes her contrast Bruce really well. So like their their relationship is so much like more interesting to me. Yeah. But in this show, they amp it up because Bruce is like a full-on Sim. Oh, yeah, he's a full-on sim. For he's the full-on as, 1%. As too. you should be. As you should be. For cat for Catwoman, do you see how she was looking? So the episode with Music Meister, where they're like, where Music Meister comes in and you have them sing that song to each other. I was like, I was like, oh, oh. Yeah. I was like stabbed in the heart because I was just like, it no, was like literally, I'm gonna die. And Alfred so hired I'm... Music Master, right? I, I Alfred yeah. did. Alfred is so good in the show, but like but like when when they when they decide to break up, I was just like, oh, this hurts me. But yeah. they're not emotionally mature enough. So when Selena pops up at the premiere and she's like, I don't like seeing you hurt like this. Yeah. And then she gives him the pearls in the end. I was like, there's hope for me. There's hope for my fans. Uh, it's like, okay. It's like, okay, we have solace. Everything will be, the world will be right. Things will be yes. right in the world again. Things will be right in the world again. Okay. They truly will be. The thing about this this show is that like the characters are a little shifted. And I, I remember watching yeah. the first episode being like, okay, this is the take on these characters. Uh, it, it first it irked me. And then, it, I mean, it took me like one episode to like get into it. Be like, Commissioner Gordon is just kind of a dumb alcoholic kind of guy. In this universe, yeah. that's how he is. That's what they're focusing on. Because on the grander scale, what ends up happening with comic books is especially DC comics, I've noticed this, is every character solo is the best at everything all the time. Like Barry Allen is a super genius. Superman is a super genius. Hal Jordan, for some reason, he's just like outsmarting people. Like it doesn't make sense, right? Who is smarter? Who is like whatever? So like everybody has all these traits that are always positive, but in this show, they've chosen one trait and they are going like full speed ahead with one thing they make the characters almost they do they touch on aspects of the characters i feel that are so often overlooked um and they really touch on the fact you know they i i love what they've done with the joker i love what they've done with the joker i know a ton of people like he's he's not crazy no but it's one of those things where him becoming mayor and being a socialist (laughs) makes sense it makes sense you have a man who's very much against the norms of society and wants to break it down and everything that he's doing as mayor is pursuing that it is pursuing that exact thing and the thing is it goes to show his growth in the show because joker season one and two joker would not be doing this if it wasn't for his little arc in season two where he's just like i want to do the best for my stepkids I want to do the best for that. Well, it's it's so, empathy, it's empathy and connection that changes him, right? And he did yeah. have he did have amnesia, right? Was there like yeah, he had amnesia. He had amnesia. So it's almost like, and this happens. Um, I'm I'm trying to draw a, a comparison to something else, but you have to have a like a clean oh Krakoa in X Men. You have to have a clean slate to to finally like shed some of that bad, the guilt, the shame, the trauma, everything to like move forward, right? 
And yeah. so like Joker's kind of like, I mean, Joker has massacred a bunch of people. Sure. And this isn't real life. And this isn't even the comics. This is like its own thing where it's like, okay, amnesia, empathy connection makes Joker a better person because of it. Right. Like he yeah. wouldn't be a socialist if he wasn't empathetic and didn't have connection. Like yeah. if, he's if, not if a socialist was... in the comics. No. If it was like the season one Joker through and through, he would no. still be like, he should have died. But this version of Joker, I'm like, I like him. <laughs> yeah. Where I, I'm very tired. I understand why the Joker has become a very iconic character. I do. Uh, easily one of the most recognizable villains in all of comics. Um, but it gets very one note after a while. Do you have yeah. him be, he's a maniac. He's a maniac. He wants to kill people. He wants to KO. He wants society's downfall. And it, it does become very one note. Again, I, I enjoy it. I think it's fun. I do think like they have a cool dynamic. Um, at the same time, it gets boring after a while. Yeah. It really yeah. does. And they did a really great job though of highlighting something I think that also made him less wanting to be that villain is because he knows who Batman is now. Mm. He finds out in season one and he's like, wait, Bruce Wayne? He's like, Bruce Wayne is Batman? And then even in the, I remember in one of the Harley Quinn episodes, Harley kidnaps Bruce and she's like, here he is, you can finally kill him. And he's like, he gets pissed at her. So once mm -hmm. you take away that mystique, it's gone. Like he has no interest in him anymore. Right. And I love that they highlighted that in this show. And I definitely think that attributed to his growth in this season for sure. Cause yeah. he didn't have that fixation anymore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what I like is the Joker theme song that includes all the lines, all the iconic Joker lines he's ever said in media. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. I'm going to look up the yeah. lyrics, uh, Joker, Harley Quinn lyrics. Um, but it's like, we live in a society. Yes. Uh, you and I are destined to do this forever or whatever that was, right? Um, from the yep. killing joke. Um, like, oh, it was so good. Like it was a sitcom. I, <clears throat> I, I just, yeah, I'm glad they have moved him past the uh, Batman obsession phase because- It definitely would have been boring to watch after a while. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm dreading in live action. Another- another I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm so i when i watched the batman 2022 movie and they did that i love the actor i love the actor he was great as droog but literally i just sat there like why in what uh, we're in, in, in eternals i love the actor in eternals oh yeah that's the sure. guy who's playing joker yeah. Yeah. um so attractive too barry kagan um, barry kagan he's very attractive I believe. he's talented i'm not i'm not jumping on that train I'm just, I was just like, uh, the Joker again. We didn't need <laughs> him. Like, we didn't need him. No, no, I was like, why are you here? Why are you here? Again, Nobody it wants is that you, thing dude. where it's like, I think Joker is a great villain. I yeah. don't think he is the best villain in DC Comics. And a lot of people oh, are like, yeah. he's the best. He's the best. And it's a very one note. He's like, oh, because he's chaotic. Because he, he, no, there's so many other better villains. My favorite villain personally is Ra's al Ghul. He's my favorite. He will always be my favorite. I think he's such an interesting character. But again, it just, it gets boring after a while. And that's why I love Harley Quinn is because they took something with his character and they actually did something. Right. And I love his, I love his stepkids. I love his stepkids. I love that he was like for free healthcare. He was for bilingual children. <laughs> he was like, I'm trying to make sure that all kids get like great education. They learn two languages. And I'm like, you go, you go. I, 
in this show, I also I, I like Clayface a lot as just a character. Just as oh, a I love he can, Clayface. He can, as a he can create great like in the comics. He can create great like uh, detective stories, but in this show, he is just he's just a theater kid. <laughs> he's just <laughs> a theater kid it's, through and through. It is so funny. Great, it's great. It so funny. Oh my god, him and King Shark are oh like my god. I love such King a great Shark. duo. King Shark. First of all, I love the fact that King Shark is uh, what's his name, Ronald Funches or Fun- uh, uh, yeah, Ron, Ron Funches. Ron Funches. Yeah, I think he's great as King Shark. So <laughs> his added layer, his his voice acting for King Shark, where King Shark just has this really lovable like voice, but can also switch on a dime and start yelling and going. <laughs> Ham is. Great. I, I love King it. Shark in the show. Um, and I, I love actually, that, what's his name too? Uh, what's his name? Short little man. You know who I'm Dr. talking Psycho. about? Doctor Psycho. Doctor yes. Psycho. I love that. I lo- I do enjoy that he made an appearance again. I do enjoy yeah. that he made an appearance. And he again. has podcast. He has a podcast. He has a mm-hmm. podcast about growth, and I'm like, this man. <laughs> this I, fucking I just, man. I just actually hope that we get versions of this King Shark and this Clayface adapted in the comics, just because it's fun. You know, the comedy side of DC has been a little bit lacking lately. There hasn't been much plastic fan. There hasn't been much. You know, not a lot of booster and not a lot of gold. Like, we haven't had a lot of the comedy aspect. It's really just been Harley Quinn holding it down with the levity and the silliness. So, yeah, I hope those, like, pop in the comics. Like, I know people feel a way about that kind of horizontal marketing with the comics. But also, the versions of this character in the show are very... It makes it more fun <laughs> to watch. It makes yeah. it fun and it makes it, like, gives something new. And again, there like there is a place for those types of comics. I do think so, but we're doing something newer and fresher, mm. and it's more exciting to see this, when you have something new. Yeah, the the show does something kind of like piggybacking off of what I had said earlier. This show, by picking one aspect of a character and going full speed ahead with it, this show does something very similar to what Guardians of the Galaxy did, um, and uh, also by extension, the MCU does is they realize not everybody in the room has to be the strongest, fastest, smartest, right? But pick an emotion, pick a, pick a, like a personality and go with that. And then you can easily write the characters in different situations, right? You, you know what Rocket Raccoon would do if he worked at a Starbucks, right? If like, if like. The worst employee. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. Uh, but like it writes itself, right? You take any of the MCU uh, uh, characters and you put them in different situations and it writes itself because you can write them as like strong characters. Same goes with these Harley Quinn characters. And that's not something that DC always does. For example, Titans, the live action Titans. I couldn't tell you what Nightwing would do in a Starbucks. I can't tell you what Starfire would do or Beast Boy would do. They'd just be like, they would do whatever the personality is either. Speaking yeah. of Nightwing and Titans, I love that this show's version of Nightwing is a parody of the Nightwing and Titans. That is so I love good. it so much. When he just like puts himself on the on the freaking cabinet. He's like, okay, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna kill myself. And I'm like, uh, just that, Me just that too. little, his little, his little fuck the macaroni. I was like, oh, they're making fun of Titans, huh? <laughs> I love it. I love it because it is, it just, it feels like comic dick. It really does. It feels like there is that serious aspect of him, but it's just like, it's fun. He's like this fun guy and I love it. I love Dick Grayson with my whole heart. I would love to see Jason Todd. This I would is, love to see Jason Todd. This is actually, Sorry. Yeah, no, this, 
the one scene where where we think it's gonna show him kill a joke yeah, kill, it's not, and then but he's it's, like it's the it's mm-hmm. the um it's the what the villains award yeah yeah. Award. yeah i love that i love that so much I, I i this is one of the few as like shows that i feel like does like a a serious with air quotes because no one's really serious in the show uh did grayson well because i feel like that's an aspect of his character that adaptions love to amp up but then his you know more you know i'm not taking this as seriously i'm going to joke around bits get lost but in this show in this show they kind of dial that part down because we already it's a comedy we already have a bunch of silly characters so to have an insecure I'm trying to strike it out on my own. I'm trying to yeah. be taken seriously. So I'm going to act serious right. version of Dick Grayson. And to have it, <laughs> to have Poison Ivy be the one to help him break that down. It's just yeah. really, really great. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't know. This I, show does very little wrong. <laughs> very little. I will say, I, I would love to see Green Arrow and Black Canary. I would love to see them in the show. Um, I think it'd be so much fun to see the two of them. I love both of those characters so much. I think it would be really cool to see both of them. I really yeah, do. Birds of Prey in this show would be... Yeah. It, yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. If they didn't already do with Batman and Catwoman, Green Arrow and Black Canary would have been the simp and the, like, whatever, Cat. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. that would have just yeah. been that, that relationship. I do. I just, I love them together. I think they're great. Um... They, I feel like they'd just be fun characters to have. I love the dynamic of Harley and uh, Dinah in um, Injustice. I love their dynamic. I think it's oh, yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, another thing, though, I was kind of mad about. Uh, Alec and Abby, Swamp Thing and his wife are divorced. Uh, it's not oh, Abby Arcane. It's Linda, whoever Linda is. Whoever mm. Linda is. Um, okay, I'm glad she's gone, though, because Abby Arcane and him are, like, my favorite couple in the world. So I'm going to throw hands. I will throw hands. Nora Freeze, I'm sorry he died. That was a beautiful scene. Made me sob and everything. You know, love my little German man. Um, Wait, who? Mr. Victor. Freeze. Oh, yeah, Victor. that's right. He died in season two. That's right. That, that episode actually hurts me. I can't rewatch that one because I'm just like... <laughs> He's so good in this episode. Yeah, I had like a full-blown like mental breakdown when I remember watching that. Mr. Freeze to me is one of the most sympathetic villains, I feel, because his whole entire character is he wants to save his wife. Yeah. How he did he die in the show? The I world. forget. Um, Harley, Harley was acting a goddamn fool. And yeah. she was trying to prove a point like, oh my God, he's taking control of Nora's fate, Nora's destiny. And then find out that he's really just he's really she really has an illness he's really just trying to help her and Nora really loved him and harley was just wrong (laughs) and she's like oh oh yeah it is the most it is the most like main character like fucks up in the show and you know it works for the show it sucks that this version of mr freeze is out the gate but it was i know it sucks that he's dead already but i mean they killed a no. lot of villains right they killed, they killed scarecrow. scarecrow in season one right <laughs> right oh. like i do love that bane is always just there and he's like a punching bag <laughs> and he has the top hat whenever he dresses up he just yeah funny because i think i love tom hardy but i think his 
interpretation of Bane uh-huh. killed the character a little bit and definitely turned the character into what it is today. Because like that is that is the Bane that we see in the Dark yeah. Knight. That yeah. is the Bane that we see. That's where the voice comes from. Uh, right. So they borrow from a bunch of different things, on. though, right? Like, yeah, you know. Um, but like, I mean, I'm still a little upset. Like, like when people talk about like changing races, Tom Hardy was Bane Bruh. from Santa Prisca Prison. We didn't, bro, I mean, bro. I got jumped on TikTok. I what? was like, I was like, Bane has never in live action been portrayed as a Latino. Never, ever, 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 ever. And, and, He's and from Batman and Robin. Yeah. Yes, in Batman and Robin, in in uh, the Dark Knight Rises, and in Gotham, he was just a, a oh yeah, he was shameless, shameless, no Black. sazon, no sazon, no tahin, no nothing, no goya, nowhere. Know. You know that he has never tried mango and chili and lime in his never. life. Never. And here's know- the thing. Santa Prisca isn't real. So you can literally just pull any, like, buff Latino guy off right. the street and be like, boom, bang. Any buff Latino guy. And so they're like, how do we get the most flavorless man they- of all time to play a piece of white bread and they- Santa <laughs> They got Shane Black, the, the love interest in A Walk to Remember, to play Bane in Gotham. That was Shane Black. Mandy Moore, Shane, Shane Black. Whack. Shane Whack. They, we need, I, we need Latino Bane. Maybe they were confused. Maybe they, they were um, like, okay, we got this Shane uh, Black guy. And it's like, oh, ben, are, okay. Are you Latino? Okay. Yeah, I'm Puerto Rican. I'm, oh, okay, I'm my, cool. my mom is Black. My dad's Puerto Rican. I'm okay. reverse Miles Morales. I'm colonized, so... Ooh, my dad my dad colonized my mom's genes oh wow. i like to say uh my mom is mexican she's indi- uh, indigenous mexican uh she is very dark when i came out of the womb uh it was like whose white baby is that um they <laughs> once handled they once handed my mom the wrong baby at daycare they handed her the wrong child and then proceeded to call her my nanny when she got handed the white Uh-oh. baby uh-oh um, I will say I was told when I came out the womb, they did ask my mom if the dad was white. Um, he, despite my mom's last name being legally my dad's last name and my last name <laughs> at that point. So um, <laughs> I was I was quite um, I was quite pale. Yeah, I have been. Yeah. <laughs> I was quite it's a pale child when I came out. Yeah, um, um, but no, light washing is such a thing in comics, yeah. especially with the portrayal of Damien. Pisses me the fuck off. Uh-huh. Uh, the only the Wayne Adventures comic I think it's yeah, called fa- the Wayne Family actually. Yeah, yeah is like one of the only the one that gives him his melanin back. Yeah, um, it's Holly it's melanin I, back too. It is literally Wayne Family Adventures, the beginning of that Teen Titans run where it's him Aqualad or mm. him Calder uh, Wallace yeah. and them, and then his solo run are like the only his times where Damien has run, like, right? yeah the only yeah. times where he has like a hint. Hint, just like yeah. a hint of flavor it's like Rachel ghoul literally from from the middle east his whole entire base arab. of operations yeah. in the middle east he's literally arab um and well they, liam they, neeson they make him pay. yeah so so like liam neeson uh what's her name uh uh, uh marion cotillard marion cotillard yeah. you know as like she's french she's, she's french, french. <laughs> yeah uh, Tom Hardy but, and then Tom Hardy. Yeah, Tom Hardy. Like, 
like there, especially in comic book adaptations, there is a history of taking characters of color and making them white. The few characters of color that they are, like Brick. Uh, I don't know if you guys know Brick from Green Arrow. Like I do know Brick from Green Arrow. He's literally like red orange red. with white uh, with white cornrows, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. lots yeah. of cornrows. Either, yeah. either, either, or because mm-hmm. they. You know they don't be knowing how to draw our hairstyles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh um, and, then, and then you know who they get an arrow to play him? Vinnie Jones. Vinnie <laughs> Jones. Oh my God. People, people oh. are always because you know about the aerial discourse. They're like, well, what would happen if we turned a person of color white? It's been happening for It's years. always happening. Now, it's down it's Julia happening Julia years. Pennyworth and Batwoman. Julia Pennyworth and Batwoman. I forget what Julia Pennyworth looks like in the comics, but uh, she's biracial with a short haircut. Yeah. She looks like she's looks like Halle By Berry. Way, is it bad that I want to see Alfred like find some love? You know, I, even if no, flash- it's not. No, I want fact, him to have a happy life. The yeah. fact that Alfred like he has a whole daughter and yet we like really haven't seen her mom. Like, what's that about? Yeah. I, so okay, so what would you guys like to see from the next season? Like, like now that we're kind of talking about like futures, like what do you guys want to see in the next season? I want to see more Batfam because I yeah. also, I, I, I like the fact, and I know people disagree in the comics. Like why is Harley hanging out with the Batfam all the time, right? Like recently, like if you take up like those like big old covers of like the whole Bat family, Harley Quinn is always there. on it. And yeah. I'm cool one with of them. Like, I've seen that one. Growth, mm-hmm. growth to the character is fine. And it's kind of nice to see that the end of this moves into that territory you know yeah it's this is actually funny because as i have i have not talked about injustice on my tiktok account because i don't want to get jumped um but i hate the story in injustice i think it's kind of poo poo doo doo but that is one of the first times in history where harley quinn is depicted as having some growth outside of being the joker's you know girlfriend Right. So that was one of the first time they depicted her that way and then pushed her into Bat Family, which was like unheard of, but it was an alternate universe. But that also gave leeway to start doing that in the mainline comics, right? right? So we had that, and I honestly like her as a Bat Family member, especially because, you know, they don't love to always give too much depth to these characters, but like, especially since she would be in line with like Barbara or Jason, a victim of the Joker, right? Mm. Like uh, we had Barbara and Harley, you know, becoming friends or like, you know, aware of each other. I love that. In Heroes in Redacted, we don't like to talk about that one. Uh, Wait, in Heroes in in Redacted. I'm not saying that last word. (laughs) Redacted and Redacted, where Wally West redacted's the Redacted. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That one, Harley and Barbara become a little bit closer, but I like it because Harley should be allowed that growth, especially since one, she has become literally such a popular character. Thank you, Miss Margot Robbie. Thank you for that. Uh, (laughs) That was really, that was like that, that movie, despite its bad reputation, literally brought this woman into the pop culture. Like I said, completely. Thank you, Margot Robbie. One of the best castings in history. I will say they give like Harley, they do Harley justice in the show. They really do. They understand her character. They know who she is. Um, They understand that her and the Joker's relationship is bad. I'm sorry. So many people are still on that train. And I'm like, they haven't been together for over 10 years. And if you're still shipping them, yeah, it has been something going on. What was it? It was it was the new 52 separated them. Mm -hmm. They have not they had not been together. Mm 
since then, and it's been like eleven years. Like, well, I don't know. Like when Harley had her solo series back in, like before the New Fifty Two, she was on her own and she created her own gang of like yeah, armies, yeah. right? That's true, that's true, that's true. Uh, she yeah, was yeah. on her own. She was broken up from the Joker then. Now that being said, like has she broken up and then got back together with him? Like probably, yeah. yeah. But that's what's kind of cool about Harley is the normal cycle of comics narrative can be broken. Yeah. We can yeah. see Harley go on and have a relationship with Poison Ivy. We can see her like explore that, uh, the hero side of herself, right? Like we see this with like some other characters recently in comics, Jonathan Kent, for instance, where it's like, we can see Clark Kent settle down and have a family. Um, but what ends up happening in the movies is they just recycle the whole, it's just the, the same. same stuff, yeah. You know, so much better growth. There is so much growth, and yeah. I love to see it. I That's actually, why um, I want to see Jason. I actually I find it fascinating. Uh, find it fascinating that both uh, major depictions, probably Quinn right now, the movies and the show, yeah. have had her start the arc where she is breaking up with the Joker. Yeah. They're pushing her out of that, probably because one, it's like no, I mean, it's not fun to see somebody get abused. That's not fun. No. Um, but two, with the new Joker 2 sequel for sure is that they're going to have it. And so I don't want it. I still like haven't seen the movie. Don't want It's Dimitri. Have you seen Taxi Driver? Yeah, uh, yeah I think so. And like, a yeah, long it's time just ago. Taxi Driver, just taxi not driver. as good. Yeah, it's, it's just Taxi Driver, just not as good. I didn't, yeah. didn't want to see it because I didn't feel like, uh, what's the point of the movie existing in the first place? Um, I, I want to open it up to you to just just an interesting thought is that like Joker is the incel poster boy. And I don't feel like he was the incel poster boy back in like the 90s Batman cartoon. But I feel like he wasn't like I like sure he was in a toxic relationship with Harley Quinn. But like Joker was a little bit different. But then it started ending up like 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 into this edgelord sort of incel territory. It time started as much as much as I love and champion the Dark Knight, it is people's lack of media literacy. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's like uh, not understanding, oh, this performance is good, does not equate to the character is a good person and aspirational. Yeah. Does not equate, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, that performance brought people into that mindset. And that's why we had that guy pew, pew, pew up that theater in 2013. In Aurora. Or I'm sorry, 2012, yeah. Yeah. Um, God, that was so long ago. And then the Joker movie and the Suicide Squad movie exacerbated the problem uh, by a lot. So now these people are like, they think, I don't know, that that's a character to be aspirational to be, yet... Yeah, the real like, character no. who is aspirational is Harley because she's getting yeah. out of that. She, she's like growing as mm-hmm. a person and she's being allowed, afforded that opportunity in multiple forms of media, which is very extremely rare. We rarely no! see this kind of permanent care, character mm-hmm. growth. And it's such a popular story arc that it has been adapted multiple times now. Like this was adapted before Court of the Owls. Like that is that is nuts. Um so the fact that Harley's been been afforded this character growth, and the fact that it's not only in it's staying. It, it's it's staying, and it makes me happy because one, this show again, it's you know right, it's quite popular with like everybody. It's very very well received. I love it. I highly regard the show. So the fact that this show is this good, and then it's highly regarded, and it's getting a season four, 
Um, it makes me I very was so afraid. I was, I was so terrified. Oh my god! I was like, I was like, if there's one thing I could do with my little platform, it is talk about as many DC HBO Maxes as I can, so they can come back. Young Justice, please, please, God. I you see how y'all feel about Titans is how I feel about Young Justice. Every season, I get my hopes up, and then I oh. You're let down by Young Justice? Young Justice has been pretty... I mean, I, I know season three is a little bit of a dip in quality, but, like, tell, tell me about it. I, okay, I I hold Young Justice... Uh, young, excuse me, let me backtrack. I can oh, talk human language. I hold Young Justice in a very high regard. I really enjoy Young Justice. I enjoy the character. I enjoy the stories. I love the introduction of Artemis. Um, I really wish they had brought her into the comics like they have with Calder by adapting it to yeah. Jackson, which also that's so weird. They should have just made it Calder. That's weird to me. Um, but I feel like there is such a big disconnect between the season one and two and the season three and four. And you can even see it in production value as well. Like yeah. you look at the production value as well. Like it's very obvious in the animation that corners were cut for costs. And I understand that, but it's becoming something where they're trying to make the world so big and they're trying to cater to all these like Easter eggs that you're not able to put focus on the characters that need focus. And I did enjoy season four because it brought us back to the original team, but um, I didn't feel a connection with Rocket. She was in there for like two episodes. So when she had her storyline, I'm like, I don't really care and I yeah. want to care, but we saw so little of her um and again we had all these huge storylines with big characters and then it just felt they were forgotten about because they're trying to expand this world so much but then they're trying to go after so many different plot points and that's great that's great but it's just it's it's a, it's the case of too many cooks in the kitchen there's too many cooks in the kitchen right now really? and um uh, I, I i don't think it's cooks in the kitchen i think it's too many toys in the toy box <laughs> if i'm gonna like yeah. have another like oh right, definitely I definitely feel like with Young Justice season four, I enjoyed it, but I definitely feel like <clears throat> the way they structured the season, it was very clear who our season main characters were. It was uh, McGann. It was, you know, Superboy. It was mm. Beast Boy. They were, they were very much like the central focus for like character narrative and like yeah. the plot. And obviously like Superman getting caught up in that too. Uh, I definitely felt like during the... Uh, particularly during the Zatanna rocket and nightwing arcs that was not really about them that was they were just the tools to drive the narrative yeah. um so i'm hoping if we do get a season five we get more rocket uh nightwing and Zatanna, especially because everyone wanted nightwing and then his arc they was just last need to bring <laughs> back wally i'm sorry they i know don't want them to people, i think they, they will they know that they will they have to because that's again that's one of the main reasons why people wanted the show back so badly because they wanted wally to come back so bad i actually um, don't want them to bring back wally because that death was so narratively important yeah that bringing him back would feel cheap and it's not something like the comics where we had like 23 or 26 years without barry allen we had 19 years without jason todd it's not something like where we had that much time Right. Uh, narratively, especially nowadays, when people are like, "Oh, I'm going to go watch Injustice," you we don't have that. Uh, what was it, 2014 to 2000? Like, what was it, 18, 17? Gap. Yeah. It's just your boom, 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 boom. So, I think narratively, bringing back Wally would hurt the narrative. I agree, but that is my I thing. But back. it's like they pulled the super. They then pulled the Superboy shit. Like when the Superboy thing happened, I was like, "That is insane." 
But then they did the, oh, well, he's actually trapped. And I'm like, okay. I think it worked better because they, they gave us a little bit of time without him. And then they were like, actually, but no, you know, and it was the great, it was the grand mystery of the season versus Wally's death in season two. They, in season three, they were basically like, he is dead. (laughs) Season three, they were like, he is dead. This is not, this is dead. Um, And then. I do, I enjoy that his death though still looms heavily over everybody. Yeah. I I enjoy that a lot. Yeah. I I just think uh, if anyone's going to die, it's Barry Allen. Like they should have killed Barry. I do agree with that. And then had Wally, it would have been such a cool story to see Wally grow into being the Flash. Yeah. It would have been. But it also wouldn't have hurt us as much. And then Barry would have stayed dead. I agree, but narratively, it would not have hurt us that much to see Barry die because F. Barry. No, yeah. Yeah. But like Wally, it's just like, everybody loves Wally. What was that? What was that, Blue? Ezra Miller. Oh yeah, yeah. But Ezra Miller's not my Barry anyway, so like I don't, I don't care. But like Barry in the comics should have stayed dead. Barry in Young Justice should have died and stayed dead. Ezra Miller should never have been Barry. I'm cool with Barry if Barry as a character is in the movies, whatever. Uh, And then Barry the CW show. I, I, I grew up with the CW show. Like I like it, but it's fallen off. And I will salute Grant Gustin when it's over. Like. Good job. Shout out to him, Carrie. Yeah. Him he and did, him and Candace. He, he, they have been there. They have been ride or dies. So I'm like, y'all. Yeah. Y'all him, deserve it. Him and Candace Patton. Yeah. They have Carrie. dealt with so much. Oh my god. Right. So much. Right. I have no, no, no disrespect towards him for my just not caring much about Barry. They yeah. did do a bad job. They did a great job, given that they. I just think the writers take all of Wally's stories and give them to Barry. And that's yeah. the, and it's like, come on. Come on. Uh, Lightning yeah, gave true. me ash. That <laughs> that's still Moraine's my favorite quote from season one. Like oh. the best quote. Lightning gave me abs. Yes. Yes, I did. Now have the same thing happen to me right now, please. Strike, strike me. Um strike me down. So with with Harley Quinn though, like um, well, what it's actually interesting you bring up Young Justice because I think Young Justice needs more spinoffs to f- actually play with each toy the way they should be played with. Harley mm-hmm. Quinn, I don't think needs a spinoff, but I I mean, last I heard they were going to do one about the bar about the, um, with Kite Man. They were ha- gonna oh have, my God, I love I th- that. I think they were going to have Kite Man and Golden Glider run the bar. Remember Golden Glider's in this thing? Yeah. I in this season her outfit was so cute also and the healthy femininity between her and ivy healthy exes exactly exactly um it's it's men have it women have it where we like you know have problems with our exes and then our exes have have significant others that we then have beef with or whatnot right and like like i don't know it's nice to see a healthy alternative there Mm -hmm. right our our exes current significant others if we you know, like are still talking with our exes they aren't our enemies yeah right yeah um agreed but, yeah i don't have any ill will yeah, <laughs> yeah. well and, but sometimes our exes do hurt us on the way out or during the thing and then i mean sure things are complicated anyway the point being is uh golden glider was super cool it was super cool to see poison ivy and golden glider uh this this is the first time i i I saw her and I was like, it looks like Golden Glider, but she has black hair. I don't know whether it is Golden Glider. 
And then it was Golden Glider. And then I'm like, oh. Also, okay. she looked like a woman of color. She did look new. She did. Very new. Yeah. Um, but she also ate down. Her fit was very cute. I was oh very like, uh, it was giving fashion week. I was it like, was. She was she was very cute. I was like, ugh. And then also you can tell this show has a lot of women the show and like in the production because the way they write the way they uh style and the way they like take care of the characters yeah. is yes. very like i'm very like that there's a woman so oh and then especially because i know there's probably black women involved when <laughs> selena had that line where she was like <laughs> talking about the uh the sheets on bruce's bed i screamed i screamed and then when she also talked about uh the uh you're only giving me this award because I'm black. Black Manta's been here so long. And then Joker goes, Black Manta's black. <laughs> that was so good. Literally oh, one of the best three. moments. Every single time Selena comes on screen. I I love too that they said that she and Ivy were exes. I loved that. Mm. I loved that so much. Yeah. I loved that. Because I thought about it before. Like I remember when she went to her bridal party and everything. I'm like, hmm. It's giving a little, it's giving a little fruit cocktail and then they confirmed it. And oh. then they confirmed it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I remember Ben posted a TikTok about Music Meister being black. I was very happy about that. That made, that was amazing. And it was Zach from Abbott Elementary. I was so Is that who it is? Oh my God. I yeah. Know. Was. Yes, it was Zach from, not Zach Fox, the character Zach. It was Zach, yes. uh, um, oh my God, what's the white guy's na- name? No. Wait, what? The white guy in Abbott Elementary. I cannot think the of it. Jacob. Guy? Oh my God. Oh, okay, Jacob. Yeah. Jacob. Jacob's boyfriend, Zach. It was yeah. him from Abbott. Uh, black. Nice Actually, it's pronounced Zach. <laughs> Zach. <laughs> I love that. Uh, um, stream Abbott Elementary. It's on Hulu right now. Uh, <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. So good. New season started. So, you New know. New season started. Yes. Uh, that first episode made me cry. I want to um, refer, <laughs> refer to some comments out, out there because yes. I, I see you guys out there uh, um, being really cool in, in the comments and, and dropping some shit. Um, uh, even some of the animated shows did Bane Dirty too. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's from Skilled Baritone Seventeen. Uh, but then Midnight Shadow says Young Justice made him Latino and actually had him control Santa Prisca. Um, yes, I loved. I loved. I loved. That really happens. Season one when um, Megan's trying to get into his brain and he, she's like, he's reciting football game scores in Espanol. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> petty, shit, petty latin people shit i'm like that's on my bullshit that yeah. is some bullshit i would do too just like keep the swear words going keep the swear words going you cannot get past you cannot get it past okay yeah. uh, no just, that was uh, so good <laughs> midnight shadow says i love harley with bat fan the skilled baritone 17 says i've always thought of harley as more of an honorary bat fan mostly because she has history with all of them yeah i mean yeah. she like don't trust her with bruce wayne's secret identity even though in this show absolutely not even though this show they did in the comics please don't yeah. like you yeah know? no i don't think in the comics she's <clears throat> not in her own book but in other books where writers are like oh it's harley lol random lol rx d harley uh-huh. right um other writers can't get a grip on her uh which is a little unfortunate because yeah. Like, there's literally a three-season show that has showed you how you can portray Harley Quinn excellently. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but I I do like her in the Bat-Fam, um, especially because it's another person who has a gun <laughs> who's like, okay, that's you, dude, but not me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, I like that at the 
end of uh, season three, she even said like, yeah, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do this my way. And I'm like, yeah. anti-hero supreme. I love this it. This is why I hope they introduce Helena Bertinelli, uh, brown Helena Bertinelli. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. And, um, and uh, Little that Miss Dinah. Latina. That woman is Latina coded and you can put a gun to my head. She is Latina coded. I thought she was black. I, I thought Helena was like black. She, I feel like she's Latina. Wait, she who, could be mixed though. Who we're talking? Huntress. Helena. Oh, okay. Huntress. I thought. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. In the new fifty two, like, I think they made her black. Yeah, well, because she's like dark Biracial. Sicilian. Biracial. Well, because she's dark, dark Sicilian, Sicilian. You know, dark, dark Sicilian with four C hair. <laughs> right. <laughs> with four C hair. Mm-hmm. Black black features. <laughs> right. Um. By like, the way, yeah. might I might I add that I'm so I the reason I like Catwoman being a, a person of color, a woman of color, is that I don't think I can sympathize with a rich white girl going around robbing people. No, I, I cannot. Can't. No. What is this? The bling ring? Mm-hmm. No, that's that's why I I like like oh Catwoman is rich in this show, but she probably stole all that shit, sold it. And worked her way up to get right. that. Yeah. Rich. Like I love that for her. She chases and the bag. She chases the bag. She's a bad bitch. I hope we get uh brown Helena and I hope we get uh Black Canary. Black Canary, I feel like either or she can be Journey Smollett or she can be I want her Journey Smollett. Uh, I want I want, Journey I want her Journey Smollett just because the blonde locks are a surge. The blonde oh, locks yeah. were amazing. I was a little hot and heavy when the Birds of Prey movie came out and Dinah was there with her like, I was like. <laughs> well, I'm a big Journey Smollett fan. Um, I, I make a rule that I don't get like women's faces on t-shirts. That's just kind of not me. That being said, I have a t-shirt that has Black Canary's like album. Like it's like an album oh. cover. And it has Journey Smollett's face on it. Her cover okay. of Man's World. Whenever uh, I'm like feeling myself, I play it all the time. I play it all the time. A little upset she didn't have any. Her and Huntress did not have any action figures from that movie. That upset me a little bit. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. Harley got Harley got some, but it's Harley, you know. Yeah. She's the main yeah. character. She was going to get something. Yeah. But I do hope we get a Birds of Prey in this show. And if we do get a Birds of Prey, um, do not include silly girls. Cassandra, I would like uh, uh, assassin Cassandra, but I think it's still too early for Cassandra because Barbara mm. was just introduced. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is this is how I would do it in a season four. I would have a kid Cassandra the same age as Damien. Give oh, him a rivalry. Yes. Give him a rivalry. Cool. I would you know? love that. You know what? That I would, would be cool that. because when Cassandra's introduced, she's introduced with Tim, and they get along. They like are totally cool, mm. but. A rivalry with Damien because Damien feels insecure because there's another ninja on the team. Also, another. I, dare dare we have dare we have a scene where they're both eating with chopsticks, right? They're both eating with chopsticks and they start doing like tricks and like throwing them and trying to outdo each other. Yeah, because Damien's also Chinese as well. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, it's, he's, yeah, he's Asian Arab. Yeah, yeah. Because both Talia and Raish are are Asian Arab too. My favorite you know? Asian, Damien Wayne. Love you, Damien. Love you, Damien. Oh, That's- um, I want Jason Todd. I want Jason Todd so bad. I Jason Todd is one of my favorite characters. I think he's fantastic. I think him and Harley get along so well. I think. Again, they're both in that anti-hero kind of phase. I think it'd be really cool if they introduced him, even if it was for just an episode and Harley and him had a discussion about being a hero 
in the the ways that you want to be. I they they have very similar moral stand grounds about violence, about how they want to go about heroing. And so I feel like to have them introduced together, um, I don't want it to be in a way where he's like teaching her how, but I would love for them to have like a conversation about it. Um, I would also love it if like she even acknowledged like I was there when he KO'd you. I'm sorry about that because that's been confirmed. You know what could be interesting is if Bruce Wayne's little experiment had one person who was fully successful in that and his name runs the Schmation Schmwad. Uh, <laughs> Harley is that would be that would be very interesting if Bruce had one successful person do do this little experiment with the goat, the funniest yeah. character on the show, Frank. And it was Jason who's revived, and now Jason has to like deal with that. Also, white streak, please, white streak, white By the streak. Way, if there's any character that should be white, Jason, I I personally think Jason's Jason should be white. Jason is white. I love him, but he's my token white man. That, that is, is that a token no white person of color is allowed to have that much rage in fiction. So yeah, that's a white. <laughs> I, his body. Uh, I don't know if y'all have seen this one variant cover for the series Robins. Yes, um, he true. has his autopsy scars, and oh, then yeah. he's like ripped, and he has scars all over his bodies, and he has like the white streak. I was like. Holy mother, your, good Lord your Jesus. Taste, oh my your God. taste scares me. <laughs> Listen, Jason Todd is for the girls with issues. It is for the girls with severe issues, okay? It is for the girlies who clearly need help. It's a good thing my dad's a therapist, so. There are um, people out there that get the autopsy scars, like, actually on them in real life, right? Like, yeah. No, that happens. Yeah. Scarification kind of aesthetic. Yeah. Um, I love when they acknowledge that. I love when they give him those stars because it's such a strong, like, again, it's like a huge part. They need to include them. Like, yeah, yeah, that's my T. That's my T, sis. I love also they make him the bigger Robin. Like, he's the biggest and strongest out of all the Robins. So I love when they make him super buff and everything. Sorry, I'm like thirsting in the chat now. You are. I mean, (laughs) you, you are. Uh, the kill, the skilled baritone 17 says the autopsy scars cry like not crying face but like obviously frustrated face yeah. uh midnight shadow 88 i love that variant cover and him in the red hood outlaws webtoon oh i love oh that. yeah i need to read that i need to read that oh, i only read like the first one it was really good it was really I, good as soon as wayne family adventures ended i like dropped off despite the fact how i was like in the middle of vixen and i had started zatanna's and then i still haven't really started do they have webtoons yeah vixen and zatanna despite the fact that um uh they announced them uh people seem to have forgotten about them but yes they announced them i started reading i'm in the middle of vixen like I, i'm very behind but i'm in the middle um which i'm really enjoying actually it's, a, mm. it's like i prefer like this really to um what's it called to the to like the modernization one that was like the modernization novels i don't know i'll oh later. yeah like, no those like those like what's high the school one? ones, Starfire's my mom. They're all high schoolers and everything, and they're like, yeah. they're like in like esque outfits, and they have their powers, but they don't. I don't yeah. know. I'm not it's for it. Like young adult, I, young adult. Yeah, books, right. Those, yeah. those ones are like corny. Yeah, but like the webtoons yeah. kind of like help shine lights on like characters. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, you start with Batman. You know, you got to start with Batman. That's the guy. The whole family, though, everyone knows him. You know. Everyone knows him except for uh, this guy right here, my my guy, my voice signal. Yeah, <laughs> Duke Thomas Agenda hey. has come back. Listen, listen. If there's a character I want in Harley Quinn, give me the We Are Robin Gang. 
Give me Dang Duke Thomas. Right. Dang right. Oh my god. And if we don't get it in Harley Quinn, stream Young Justice so we can get Duke Thomas and Young Justice because we basically have it's everyone so- except for uh we have everyone in the Bat Family except for Yeah, Damien's Duke. a baby, so technically we do have him. Yeah. yeah. Um I think if again, if I was writing season four, just one episode for a um like a bat family mixer. So like, so like, cause they're introducing Harley to the bat family, right? They're like, okay, you get this membership card, right? Here are your perks, right? Like it'll get you 10% off at the, uh, at, at, uh, what's the burger place called? Um, bat burger. What's it? Oh, the one in the comics or the one in the The, show? Well, well, big belly Belly burger. Yeah. What, What do they have in the show? They have that little, like that little diner that they go to. You oh, know, the one like when when Poison Ivy took over the city, that was the only place that was not. She's covered. like, don't touch it. That and jazz <laughs> and the jazz festival, which yeah. I love. Yeah, um, I would have like a bat mixer where like everybody comes back like together. So like you'll see Duke, you'll see uh, uh, Cassandra Kane, you'll see Luke Fox, right? Like you'll see a bunch of like random. People oh that we, shit! You know? Wait, we haven't have we seen the foxes in the show at all? No. No. no, you know, wow, it just dawned on me. Yeah, maybe we see Kate so Kane. Too, so, you know, I would love Batwoman in the show. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, maybe Bat we see Woman Betty awesome. Kane. Oh, you know, as Flamebird, as, as Flamebird, Flamebird. like or we see these cameos, right? Like yeah. it'd be cool just for an episode, and then Harley meets everybody, and then they go their separate ways. And maybe we don't see most of them at all ever. You know, yeah, that'd be really good. Oh, Batmite could show up. Please, I would. You know love what that. I mean? That's like hilarious. he would crash I would. that. He would crash oh, that. I would love if they if they have Batman show up. I would love if they had another Brave and the Bold voice casting like they did with Batman in the show. It is Diedrich Bader. I would. Yeah. I think it's Paul Rubin. I think it's Pee Wee Herman who's mm. Batman yeah. in oh, okay. uh, Brave and the Bold. Bring him back and make make can have a little meta commentary. Their show has meta commentary. Why not? You know, yeah. have a little, do it, do have it. a little bit of that. Would, have a little bit of that. I would love, I would love Kevin Conroy to be in an episode. He will always be my Batman. I mm. associate him with Batman. He is my Batman. I think he's the best Batman actor. I would love it if he was in the show, even if it was just as a side character. They're like, oh, Kevin Conroy. You know, um, they, they could have. Like, oh, they hey. could continue the tradition. They could make him Gray Ghost. Oh, instead of Adam West. True. Yeah. They could also do one where like Bruce. Like somebody wants to do a Bruce Wayne, um, or not a Bruce Wayne, movie. a Batman, a Batman movie, movie. in that universe. And they cast him. And they cast oh, Kevin Conroy so cool. to voice <laughs> or to play even. They're like, oh, what actor do you have? We have actor Kevin Conroy playing Batman. They do such a good job. Batman movie. So I would love that. Yeah. I absolutely would love that. I'm so <laughs> excited for season four. I think it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. You know? I am too. Yeah. I think uh, we got who um, is who is Nemu or who is Nemu Nemo! saying uh hi blue that is one Twitch. of my closest closest friends he's one of my closest friends so hi Nemo I adore That's you I cannot oh, wait to watch chat. House of the Dragons with you tomorrow do you guys yeah. do you guys see yourself as any characters in Harley Quinn no I never I never project on a fictional characters like that like, I, I project on fictional characters, but I don't feel like either of them um, feel like their love child a lot of days of Harley and Ivy's love child. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, I've never. <sighs> the closest character in comics I relate to is Rogue, probably. Okay. Mm. Rogue is probably the closest one I relate to. 
like mm. on a fundamental level um for sure yeah love rogue I, she's like one of my few funko pops i have mm. so on a on our on a background level probably miles Morales. <laughs> Damn right, damn right. Um, do it, do it. Save listen, I love Miles, love Miles, love Miles down, actually. Um, but probably my favorite characters are literally all in this show, minus Duke Thomas. Like, literally Dick, Barbara, fucking Batman, Harley, Damien. Yeah. They're all here. Except we're missing, like, we're missing some heavy hitters in the Bat Family, actually. And uh, Who are missing? We're missing Tim. We're missing Steph. We, there's no That's Tim, right. there's no Steph. We, we obviously yeah. Jason is not here. Um, no Lucius yet. Yeah. Uh, uh, we have Alfred. Um, it's, I mean, no Huntress, you know, no Batwoman. So we're missing, we're missing some like, yeah, <laughs> core people actually. But I yeah. think, um, he, Dimitri, your idea yeah. about like a Bat Family mixer, that'd be, mixer so would be good. Yeah. yeah. Send that to Warner Brothers right now. We have an episode for you guys. I would love, I would love to write for TV. That's like my goal, right? And so, It'd be, it's even better if I get to write for some sort of superhero related TV. That's like ultimate goal, right? But like, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that works. Um, but uh, they changed the showrunner. Did you know that for this, uh, for, for season four? So oh, I didn't know that. that's what? what happened. That's the only interesting. Upset. That's the only upset that happened with HBO Max's shakeup is that it's, I don't think it's Ryan Halpern anymore. It's it's a uh, it's a woman though. Um, I forget who it is. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'll be definitely very interested to see what is happening. Wait, um, I gotta, I'm looking this up because Sarah Peters will be taking over for Patrick Schumacher and Justin Halpern for season four. But she is a writer for the previous season. Oh, okay, okay. okay. They're, they're worth it. They're worth it. I feel. I feel like we have a safety net. We have a safety net. Then we're okay. safe because it's somebody who's already been here. He's already involved in the show. It's not like an yeah. entirely new person. Uh, she wrote, okay, so so according to this article from Entertainment uh, uh, Weekly, uh, Sarah Peters will step up as executive producer and showrunner for season four, taking over for Justin Halpern and Patrick Schumacher. Um, and I say Schumacher because it's spelled different than Schumacher, so I figure, I don't know. Uh, but Harley Quinn fans shouldn't be alarmed, though. Peters has already written some of the best show's best episodes, like season two Bachelorette episode. Um, oh, I love that one. And the season three premiere. Oh, okay. We're safe. We're safe. <laughs> we're, we're, safe. safe. we're safe. We're um, safe. I wonder, I wonder why they safe. stepped down. I wonder if they were fired or if they just had another project. I mean, could be either one, but also, like, three years on an animated show like even seth mcfarlane has like stepped back from family guy right no no not just three years it would be when the show started and then in between production and then the covid between production because season three had a hellish production because of COVID. i i understand being exhausted from that Yeah. yeah when did season one of harley quinn come out on it on dc universe in like 2017 2018 yeah no 2019 okay yeah yeah so it has been three years but if you include production you conclude uh include pre-production you know yeah 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 the first the first episode came out uh uh november 29th 2019 oh you know what it has been it because you know what season one and two aired back to back 
because it was the it was literally so two yeah, months. then it's even then it's even more. That's even more. They spent even more time get working on it before they probably spent like yeah. two years. Because yeah. I, yeah. I, I remember it was literally it was literally Feb. Fe- yep, it was the end of February is when season one wrapped, and then two months later, not even a month and a month and like a week later, when, season two came out. When did DC Universe fall apart? Um, when after they, start, they started yeah, we shifting to things whole, over to HBO, we Max. need to have a whole. We need to have a whole like separate video about that. That's like that's gonna end. <laughs> we're gonna be here for like two hours if we do that. Oh my god! PC Universe to HBO Max. I mean, we got time right now, but I do want to shout out that your like number one fan, who is Nemo, is just like. <laughs> Uh, uh, who's Nima says, uh, blue is definitely Ivy and Harley put together. Uh, and then blue says, uh, or not blue, uh, Nemo says, fun fact, Kevin Feige offered me the role as Miles Morales. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Ben. Uh, oh we got competition. I'm too old. I'm too old and light to be Miles. <laughs> listen, listen. Too old and light. Listen. Too, too oh my old. god. And then and then Nemo says, can we petition for Blue to play a young Jen Walters? Everybody says I look like her. I don't see it, but I'm like, okay. I mean I'll it's the it. hair a little bit. I, I can, can see it. I can see I it. it. I can see it. Oh. I can see it. It actually makes me feel like so sweet. I love that. Um, I love uh, I, I really enjoy She-Hulk. I think it's fun. Yeah. Even though a lot of people don't like it, I think it's fun. No, I, I like it. Um, in fact, I think it's 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 shaping up writing-wise to be the most TV of the Marvel shows, right? Like, yeah, I can really get a few seasons of this show. Genre. Yeah, I would love I to see this show and Miss Marvel continue. All the other yeah. Marvel shows, they can just kind of go to the movies and you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, that is not the case. Uh, there's certain shows that are getting seen. There's a certain show that is getting a season two that I Loki? am mad about. Yes, I didn't want to say the name. <laughs> I didn't want a season two of Loki either. I did not want a season two of Loki either. Um, I have so many complaints about it show. So mm. many complaints. Uh, but yeah, you know what? an entire you know what? other episode. But you know what else is getting another show that I'm happy about? It's probably or another season is Holly Quinn because Holly Quinn. Quinn is fucking great. Yeah, <laughs> um, I Moon love Knight, the show. Moon Knight and Moon Knight. I'm so excited for season two of Moon Knight. Is Moon Knight getting a season oh. two? Yeah, it's oh. confirmed. Okay, they were oh. um in uh they were in uh, uh I, they were uh, filming they were filming they were in filming a town and I remember the name but I can't right now. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna zip it on that one. Um, Harley Quinn, I'm really excited about. (laughs) Harley uh, Quinn, I'm really excited about. I want to talk about. I want to talk about Bruce Wayne and as he like in this season or the end of the season, it's tax tax fraud. That's hilarious, actually. I I love that. I thought I thought it was hilarious. I think that is perfect. That that is really funny. That is really funny. Because for me, I'm like, I'm a staunch Bruce defender of like, Bruce uses his wealth to help Gotham all the time. And this yeah. show was like, actually, no, that's really funny, though, because they did it. He is already having a time and a half. And then they do it at the premiere of his dad's horrible trauma movie. And, and, and Joker's like, this is a sting. I'm like, because you think that Joker's about to everybody, but he's like, no, this is for the 1%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Socialist Joker. Socialist Joker. Also, Harley, Harley moving on from uh I wanna I hate the joke, but I want to kill him to I don't want to kill him. Interesting development for me. Yeah. Interesting. And healthy development. Um, it's giving you understand this person hurt you, you've healed from your trauma, you no longer wish them ill will because you they are so far um from your mind. 
They're so oh. far from your mind, and they've literally changed <laughs> I, I, so much. Yeah, I think Joker legitimately, sincerely working on himself is is the biggest deal. Because yeah. he didn't kill yeah. Two-Face, remember? Like no, you not. Two-Face takes Benicio. By the way, his kids are so cute. Benicio and what's, I love the, what's the girl's name? I forget. They didn't uh, focus much on the girl. I, I love them both, though. I think yeah. they're so cute. Again, highlights how much they care about the family. They really yeah. do. Oh, and um, then, oh, man, there's such funny moments. Sorry. Joker and Benicio are stuck on the roller coaster, and Commissioner Gordon is like, he's going to play hero. He jumps out there. Is that Superman? <laughs> that was okay. And the fact that. A white man who is integrating himself into his wife's culture respectfully, and he's trying to be a good figure for his child for these children, and right. encouraging them to embrace their culture and to not erase that side of them. What a man! What yeah. a white man! Yeah, what a white man! Uh, Joker does that, and then Commissioner Gordon's like, "I never, I didn't even give up drinking for my family. Well, I did, but then I got back into it. But I think I'm better." <laughs> It's like, <laughs> just no, like, it was so funny when standing emoji. It's like what? it was. It was so funny when Barbara was like, "Is it me or is it your campaign?" And then he just kind of looks at her. <laughs> and oh, uh, poor Barbara! Literally, I, I do love this characterization of Barbara because she's like such a like a. She's just like a go getter. She's just like I'm about my shit, you know, and I'm I gonna go her. do it. And like. I love the fact that she like is trying to be friends with Harley and Harley was like, I don't want to be your friend because if I be your friend, that means I'm a good, I'm a hero now. And if I'm a hero, that means I'm not exactly who I thought I was. And I just and love she's that. Sad about it. It's so cute. I love it. Again, cannot wait for the next season. It's going to be fantastic. I yeah. Know. I mean, I think the greater, there's a, like a kind of greater story being told that like helping, helping others helps yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like we see this, like we see this with Poison Ivy, not deciding to like just kill everybody. everybody. You know. I also would like to point out, this is something I've said forever. It's just a person, but sitcoms are the best way to tell stories sometimes because when you have that break of the jokes, when you have that break of the levity, when you get serious, it matters so much more than in a drama because a drama is always drama, 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 and then you have the right. humor to break up that levity, but. The, I love that. the seriousness of uh, in sitcoms really helps. Some of the best sitcom episodes are always the serious ones. When Will gets shot in Fresh Prince, when Will's dad again in Fresh Prince, some of the best episodes, right? When um, in the office, when when uh, they're you know having the realization that they might lose their jobs. Michael's like, okay, let's, let's have a fucking, let's have a fucking whodunit. Let's have a whodunit murder mystery party, right? You know, when you have those moments of tension in sitcoms, it helps push the story along so much better. So in this show, they have mastered the use of seriousness and tension and characters having to have tough talks and having to have those tough moments with themselves they've mastered it it is masterful in this show the show is like a, a, a fucking <laughs> writing class like oh watch this show and it's, you're like you're learning all this show yeah it, truly it is so is. good and and the fact that we have the last time i saw a relationship depicted this healthy was suki and Sokka and freaking the last airbender okay <laughs> that was the last time i saw a relationship this healthy and the fact that harley and ivy like just talk like they just talk they're like i'm i'm having these insecurities i'm i'm having these fears 
I'm having these moments of self-doubt. Yeah. I don't want to not what you want. I don't want to not want what you want. And and them just being able to just talk that through. And our season finale, the big culmination of the season finale for our main characters is just a conversation. Yeah, I was so, Give them their I was tens. afraid they were going to break up. I was afraid. Give they were them their up. tens. Give them their Emmys. Oh, literally, Get it. I, the fact that they, this show has not this show hasn't won an Emmy, has it? I don't think so. It needs to win an Emmy. It really does. Animation is slept on. If animation is slept on, adult animation is slept on, right? Like if if Titans wins an Emmy before this show, I will burn the Academy to the ground. Titans will that is a joke. Let's. I mean, they could win for costuming. Suicide Squad Emmy, Oscar award-winning Suicide Squad 2016 is one for costuming. So let's not forget that the costumes on Suicide Squad were great. I know, but Wait, I'm saying to Star Trek though. Sorry. Star Trek Discovery with are we talking about the effects. Suicide Squad? No, Suicide Squad, the first oh, one. Oh, never mind. No, the, the first one. Yeah. yeah, I was talking about Oscar award-winning Suicide Squad, directed by David Ayer. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about the Suicide Squad. No, yeah. I'm talking about the OG. Yeah, <laughs> the OG. Any the blue so. short Suicide Squad. Any costuming that takes it away from the stereotypical male gaze and puts Harley in an outfit that looks like Harley would choose her own outfit instead of having the Joker choose her outfit, that's a good costuming choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm actually hoping she gets an upgrade the next season because I love her designing this show because it's like oh. an amalgamation of all the best parts. But I'm hoping because Ivy got like an upgrade. Ivy got her like typical like Poison Ivy fit. Yeah. I'm hoping Harley gets an upgrade too. I'm hoping Harley gets, I hope she gets uh, the- I want I'm the Birds of Prey for, overalls. That'd be cool. That'd be cool for sure. Did Ben cut out? He may have, his phone may have died. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. I may actually have to head out soon, uh, unfortunately, just because my dad is messaging me yeah. repeatedly. So I may have to head out soon. Not I froze. Not yeah. I froze. Yeah, okay, Ben I froze. froze. Yeah. Um, I was going to say hoping... overalls. That's what I said. The, the I, one from I, Birds of Prey. I'm hoping she gets the uh, the jacket and the uh the the pleather leggings i'm hoping for that the 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 jacket with the with the with the that'd be cute that'd the be cute. armor That's in the middle favorite. no i know what you're talking about oh yeah, from yeah. the suicide squad yeah the one from that one which is basically her like injustice team costume oh. i'm hoping she gets that one because because really i don't cool. know it's 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 cute and effective and still keeps the red and black and then the little yeah blue. i also one thing i want to point out Though when Harley adds the blue and pink to her hair and her eyes, I feel like that's like her her that's like her first independent like move, right? Right. So I, I feel like keeping that, but then also having her in the red and black like fit for her like just her her fits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, wonderful. Let's keep yeah. that going. Let's keep that going. Uh, I, cannot, I I can't wait for more. I really can't. It's gonna be so good. Yeah. They're gonna um, do such a good job. There's also King Shark just being super it's all the storylines are super sad he eats his brothers he killed his brother oh <laughs> with Ocean it's like he's very helmet. casually sad too it's not like intensely sad but it's like oh oh well he oh, he, okay. he like held his brother right he stabbed his brother through with a helmet yeah they king shark is such a great character yeah <laughs> oh because he's also, I love that him and Clayface are like just you know are relegated to B plots, but they like are okay with being the B plots. <laughs> like they they just like 
get their episodes to shine. I love that. I, I feel it's because the characters know that they're the main characters in their own storylines. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and I think I, that's important. I don't know. They have a great ensemble cast. They're able to do everything so incredibly in the show. I will die on a hill. This is probably one of the best DC properties that has ever been adapted. One I don't think best, I, I don't think any if anyone fights you on that, they're just wrong. Yeah. Um no, I, I would wrong. say it would be cool if we had a, a version of punchline introduced to so it's like everything That'd Harley be, that... everything Harley is like against now and has grew out of. And even the Joker is like has grown out of. I would like for that. That would be interesting. interesting. I would I would love to see Punchline be her independent like villain and try yeah. to seduce the Joker who is in a relationship and him like yeah. oh no oh gross so, that so is she's, so funny so she's not only motivated by the fact that she got rejected but she's motivated by the fact that she is just like kind of evil because yeah. Punchline Punchline's character herself she's just like evil she's right evil, like yeah. she she just wanted to be evil she was like I like the Joker and I incel online community that i'm a part of it's just evil right so i would like for her to just be evil right uh uh, just be evil and harley's like no i know where you've been girl like it's you can grow past that and she's like no 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 no. i'm not the joker sidekick the joker is the mayor i'm just doing this because i want to not because anyone forced me to and she was just like oh (laughs) (laughs) i would like that can you imagine though the joker like turning away his her advances that would be so funny i would love to see that yeah uh so unfortunately i do have to hop off because i'm getting spam calls right now but tell us where we can find you online you uh you can always can find me on instagram and on tiktok under crybaby blue no e on the blue and then i on set of a y uh it was incredible to meet you ben uh is keeg dimitri love being on your show and i talk to you guys later all right i'll see y'all thank you for having me yeah thanks for coming on all right so we're all we're doing the weird split right now um the way this works but as we close up uh at least we can we can finish up the audio part but ben thank you so much for for coming on the show where can we find you online what do you got coming up you can find me online at BT Artist 98 on every platform, baby. YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I'm there. I'm posting. Um, what do I have coming up? Uh, I'm on the flip side with Amazing McKendra, Tyler Makes Films. And then mm. in our current session, it is also All Day Show, Ellie. Um, so we are going to be doing that. That should be coming out soon. I don't exactly know when, but soon they'll probably tell me when it's like up and running, our, our session um we will be doing we've already filmed the first part we've yet to film the second part the second and third part we're going to do all at once but that should be coming out soon um what else i just i've been posting consistently last time you saw me i was not posting consistently <laughs> this it's time tough. i've been it's posting tough to keep things up i get it it is and it's always tough when shows start to overlap so like people who do the whole media thing like like you who talks about everything uh like comics books your comic uh tv shows movies all that but then people who do and then there's also the people who are insane like uh justice like jay likes comics who does that and then also talks about game of thrones and all these other things it's like it's like yo that is a lot so for me it was just like oh i have two shows to be watching right now she holds an early clan but you guys are doing like shows movies too yeah. <laughs> comics everything there, there so. are shows i watch that i don't even talk about like i don't know if i told you like i watch grownish 
Like, oh, I'm, I think you've brought up Greenwich before. Yeah, but like, I never get to talk about it because it's not part of the thing. Like, I watch a lot, like Abbott Elementary. I'm watching with. My I mom, love Abbott. You know, but for me, it's like it's also having those things where it's like, okay, I'm just I have this for myself. I yeah. might talk about it, like in a story. Now TikTok is a story feature, so that's really convenient. But it's very nice to have certain shows that you just yeah have close to the chest. You do too <laughs> much. You do too much, yeah. man. It, it, it's it's tough it's tough to balance all this stuff mm-hmm. people out there they don't they don't realize like it's weird it seems fun but there's work it's work and a lot of it which you guys will be shocked to find out is unpaid you are basically working a full-time job a lot of the time for free you are just yes. doing this yeah. to hopefully get a shot at an advertisement hopefully get a shot at a brand deal hopefully 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 but you're but if that's your main goal obviously that's an issue but like you're really just doing because you and but you're also like hoping to at least get something. Out yeah, of, you know. So yeah, I'm just posting. I have a few more videos in the drafts. Um, I think I texted myself a video idea not too long ago that I want to film. But yeah, I've been posting. It's been it's been weird. I'm consistent again. This is so yeah. odd. At least one to three a day. One to three a day. That's I haven't been that way since. A long time, so it's very nice. The most I've done consistently was like two a day. I was like, I was on a two a day grind. Mm. And now I'm not even doing one a day. So I need to film some stuff tonight and like save it in drafts. But like, yeah, like I got a full-time job now. And, but like, even today, oh! I'm like, like I got my, like, yeah, but it's, that, that's why like I've been, things have been a little ifish, but I'm trying to keep the podcast and live streams keeping going. Um. But like, even today I've put it, like, I've already put in six hours of key work on my day off. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I feel you. Cause when it's like, when it's your day off of work, it's like, this is my day to make content. Yeah. Yeah. But content is work. And like I said, y'all, a lot of the times unpaid. Yeah. A lot of the time. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy that you took time out of your night to, to come on here. Oh, um, I'm honored. Uh, Cause last time you asked me, I couldn't cause I yeah. had the fuck was i doing i think i had oh, yeah, one of yeah. my excuses, two excuses. you just made up some no stuff. no no i had one of my two one of my two dnd sessions i can't remember what day it was because yeah. it was either the flip side with uh all them or it was yeah. my in my my irl friends dnd sessions which yeah we, which we're taking a break from because our dm is going on vacation so have fun on vacation nico uh but yeah no i've just been a fucking busy boy yeah <laughs> i've had some things going on I've had, I've, uh, where i've just been a busy boy yeah it's just like ugh, work and life and, yeah. you doing anything for halloween stuff not that i know of i haven't i need to, I need to try to find some parties because like i finally want to get out there and just like not finally want to get out there but like get out there more you know um mm. and like do more social stuff because i'm trying what to give day? myself that leeway what day is halloween like what weekday is that i mean i don't know 31st but Monday. Uh, uh, I'll be at work in the morning. <laughs> uh, I'll be at work. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if anyone's gonna party on on oh, Monday. Night. On Monday, but I mean, you're gonna have that whole weekend of parties. That's Halloween. I promise you, know? you, I will not be probably not be going to any parties. <laughs> it's been, I've been, it's been very like low key. I really just hang out with like my friends who yeah. I work with. And we like we'll go after a shift to like maybe see a movie or get food or like yeah. do some something fun. Yeah. But it has I haven't been like around a big group of people in a long time. Make a costume, man. 
That's so much work. Do a costume. <laughs> buy a costume. And buy just I haven't. I haven't. Oh, this is gonna sound really lame. I have not really celebrated Halloween. Like I had. I we went to a party last year, but I haven't really. Other than that, I haven't really celebrated Halloween since like 2016. Not not because I dislike Halloween or anything. Yeah. It's just that's so much effort. It's my <laughs> favorite, it's my favorite holiday. I just like I don't know. I just like buy myself Kit Kats and call it an evening. <laughs> what, what state? What state are you in? I'm in Illinois, not but not a bum part of Illinois. I'm by Chicago. Okay. <laughs> the fact I called it a bum part of Illinois. I mean, you know, you said it, not me. Uh, do I take it back? No, because what part of Illinois is relevant besides Chicago, Springfield? Mm, nah. I mean, whatever. I mean, you could. I mean, I you could be making up names for places other than Chicago. I don't know anything. So yeah, no, there's um, nothing important is up. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, come out to California, man. I justice move. Once you here. stop recording, I can say some things that I can't. Okay, say. all right, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up this episode. We're gonna wrap up this episode. Uh, thank you, Ben, so much for coming on. Thank, uh, thank, thank you for having me. Yeah, uh, I have thank, a storm right here. <laughs> thank you to uh, to Blue out there uh, uh, who was on here earlier. Um, thank you so much. Thank you to everybody out there who've been listening, who've been watching. If you're watching us live, live stream, uh, it was twitch.tv slash the Keeg show, uh, youtube.com slash the Keeg show. If you're listening to our podcast, if you want to check out previous episodes of any of our shows here at the Keeg, uh, you can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio. That's where we got our podcasts. Um, and if you want to follow our social media, obviously follow Ben, follow Blue. Uh, at their social medias but if you want to follow the keeg you can follow us on instagram and tiktok at the keeg show pretty much everywhere on social media at the keeg show twitch.tv you know youtube.com slash the keeg show all that good stuff we're also on facebook also on twitter uh but you uh instagram and tiktok are a big social media so definitely follow us there and check out the other shows that we have to offer we've got the keeg talks like we have today right now uh every other week but we also got the andor after show we got the she hulk after show we got Comic Talk every Thursday, so we got a lot going on. So definitely check us out. And uh, wherever you guys are listening to us, watching us, like, comment, subscribe, do your thing, write a review, uh, show us you're out there. Tell us what you want. If you got any uh, ideas for what we should go over um, on, on next episodes, let us know. The next Key Talks is Werewolf by Night. Because for those of you who don't know, the MCU is doing Halloween specials and Christmas specials or like holiday specials uh, now. So Werewolf by Night is their Halloween special and Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is their December one on Disney+. Plus. So Werewolf by Night, we're going to be talking about that uh, in two weeks from now. So definitely stay tuned. Uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be cool. So other than that, thank you guys so much for uh, for coming out. Ben Blue for being on here. Thank you, everybody out there for watching. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. And this has been another episode of the Keeg Talks, this time talking about Harley Quinn season three. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye.